Would you like to exchange best practices and ideas to improve care, enhance operational efficiency, and address financial challenges with your peers? Becker's Healthcare is facilitating these conversations at their 8th Annual Health IT, Digital Health, and RCM meeting. You can check your eligibility for complimentary attendance at the link in the description. We are excited to welcome you in October. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Salim Syed, Vice President and Chief Medical Information Officer, as well as the Diplomate of Clinical Informatics at UPMC Central Pennsylvania. Dr. Syed, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you know, I'm looking forward to jumping into our conversation because I know there's so much happening and innovative things going on in the health technology space, and especially that intersection between uh, clinical care and informatics and IT. But before we dive into the broader discussion, will you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I'm, as you mentioned, I'm the CMIO at uh, UPMC in Central PA, uh, double board certified in clinical informatics, as well as family medicine and a practicing uh, physician. Um, I oversee our uh, region of seven hospitals, uh, over 200 clinics um, with one and a half million encounters per year with 2,800 doctors. Um, I lead all implementation of uh, clinical technology, optimization, informatics, analytics, digital health, and telehealth solutions. Um, lead all innovations in terms of reimagining healthcare, um, thinking outside the box, and really passionate about improving uh, clinician and patient experience using uh, technology. Also published uh, quite a bit on both telehealth and uh, informatics as well. Fantastic. Well, I suppose we can dive right in, and, and I'm excited to learn more about just, you know, your background and all your expertise and experience in uh, informatics, uh, telehealth, virtual care, and more. So when you look at all the things you're accountable for as a CMIO, where do you see the big opportunities for growth and development in the future, as well as, you know, what are some of the challenges that you have your eye on? Yeah, so, you know, since COVID, um, a lot of health systems have been appended and the economic uncertainty that most of healthcare organizations are um, going through. And um, that has led to, I think, create a lot of opportunities. Uh, first one is, uh, is ranked as patient access. That, that remains a big challenge in how we can improve that uh, using technology. Our uh, Center of Connected Medicine with, with class had done a, a survey of almost 61 health systems where uh, executives, a variety of executives ranked um, access as, as the biggest challenge. And I think that's where uh, growth opportunities lie as well um, and how we can improve access for our patients, how we can take care of the most patients uh, delivering still the top quality healthcare uh, in our region. And uh, we see um, telehealth is, is a big part of that uh, solution as well. And I think the second opportunity is how, how do we use, uh, how do we improve healthcare efficiency as burnout and turnover affects um, not just physicians, but nurses and other clinicians as well. Um, and you probably have seen AI as artificial intelligence is uh, the hot topic right now with uh, ChatGPT and uh, other such uh, generative AI models. 
and how can we sort of leverage those uh, technologies to improve uh, not just efficiency, but automate a lot of those tasks. So I think those are two big opportunities in healthcare um, currently. Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, when you just mentioned some of the generative AI, chat GPT and automation, you know, those are areas that seem to be emerging very fast and changing rapidly. So how do you keep up with all of that? How do you really make sure that as you're um, implementing those types of technologies, as well as um, other things, you know, you are adding value in, in overall um, growing, you know, um, what the I guess, bringing the organization closer to the mission, vision, and values that you want to see in improving care as well as efficiencies internally? Yeah. Um, so I think uh, one, of the, one of the biggest um, initiatives for us in terms of AI is uh, using a bridge, which is using generative AI to help uh, physicians and clinicians uh, improve the documentation burden. Um, we have been piloting and uh, leveraging that uh, technology like um, some of the other healthcare organizations have as well. Um, early results, we're really seeing uh, docs being able to quickly get through their documentation, save uh, an hour or two of their day in, in terms of just documentation and uh, EHR burden, uh, which really frees up time, whether uh, they're able to get home early or um, being able to get back, uh, get back some of the time to um, see patients um, instead of being um, stuck with uh, EHR sort of tasks. So that's that's one uh, one way we're looking at it in terms of improving uh, efficiency. Um, and future, we're looking also um, as how do we automate some of the tasks. Um, so whether it's uh, removing some of the in-basket um, uh, messages that we receive, um, whether it's just simple things as um, using machine learning to remove um, thank yous from patients that might not be as, as critical to, um, to our clinicians, but still create nuances and um, create that extra um, cognitive burden. So how do we improve that? Uh, workflows, and then also teeing up uh, some of the responses for uh, for our clinicians to different types of routine uh, messages, and uh, really helping um, make them faster, um, and getting uh, again um, getting out of the um, uh, the burden of sort of the EHR automated. Uh, our EHR tasks and kind of how do we automate that? So that's one way. One way we're looking at it um, in terms of you know how do we get back to the mission of providing um, more accessible healthcare. Absolutely, I love that, and that's so important. You know, to to really improve that access to care and to the experience of the clinicians and, and team members who are. Um, working through the operational processes in, in using the EHR, um, you know, I, I, you talked a bit about it, but making sure doctors aren't, um, you know, spending too much time um, doing that record taking and keeping and whatnot that they're getting burnt out, you know, I, that's, it's just a huge mm -hmm. challenge and a huge issue. So, um, you know, thank you so much for talking through that and very impressive to see what you've been able to do at UPMC. Now, when we look at, um, you know, 
obviously right now there's just a lot happening in the healthcare space. Healthcare resources are precious, whether it's on the human capital side or, um, you know, on the financial side for most organizations. So, you know, where do you see an area that's still really important to invest in, especially, um, you know, as resources are a little bit more scarce than they have been in the past? Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think, um, um, so going back to access as our top um, priority in terms of um, investments and uh, in ways of um, access, I think of, of course, how can we leverage some of the digital tools and technologies um, such as patient portals, um, self-scheduling, um, symptom checkers, navigating the, the healthcare space, um, you know, from e-check-in um, to, to refills and, and other sort of tools that can improve um, patient access, uh, but also engage uh, patients in that um, in their in their healthcare. Um, so we are we are heavily uh, investing in it, as well as uh, some of our uh, peer healthcare organizations in terms of digital front door uh, technologies and how can we um, implement some of these self service tools uh, that not only um, helps patients sort of take um, ownership of their healthcare but also really streamlines um, access, right? Um, most of us are, right, used to um, just getting on a phone, um, you know, opening an app to from uh, whether booking for an airline ticket or e-checking in for or boarding um, on a plane, right? Uh, I don't know when was the last time you probably booked an airline ticket calling a phone, uh, calling an airline, right, maybe 10, 15 years ago. Um, so we're, we're sort of reimagining that, right? Most of the healthcare appointments, if you look at it uh, right now, uh, I would bet 90 to 95% of um, appointments are made either in person or by calling uh, a call center. And usually there are long wait times. Uh, patients don't prefer that, we, right? Uh, majority of the patients, uh, some of the surveys we've seen, uh, 70 to 80% of the patients would prefer uh, doing it themselves and doing it online um, and uh, doing it on times that they are uh, that they can, right? Whether it's an evening or when they're off work. Um, and not only does it streamline, right? It also saves them patients time as well. Calling a uh, human usually takes, or calling a call center usually takes a little more time than um, than uh, just doing it online also gives them uh, opportunities, things come up, uh, whether you want, you want to reschedule, you want to cancel an appointment or, or things like that. Um, so that's, that's, that's the start, um, but also we, uh, we want to sort of flip and reimagine the entire workflow of patients arriving to clinic, whether checking in, um, rooming the patients and how do we, um, leverage uh, some of these uh, workflows, uh, leverage technology to improve some of these workflows. And not only it helps improve the efficiency, but also uh, helps the staff that we have uh, to focus on things um, that, that can, uh, on other things that can really help, uh, help our operations. 
Absolutely. I think that makes a lot of sense and, 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 you know, really is helpful to think through from the operational perspective, as well as, um, you know, the, um, the people perspective, how the technologies can really make a difference and why it's so important to the future success to, to be able to put some of this stuff in place um, right now and, and continue to make investments there. Um, now, before we wrap up our discussion, I just wanted to ask as well, where where do you see some of the big opportunities to grow in the future? What does that look like for you? Yeah, so I think um, uh, kind of summarizing, right? I think two two big areas of uh, opportunities, I think, are um, expanding um, ambulatory care um, in, in different, uh, uh, different ways, uh, not just the traditional brick and mortar, but also uh, virtual first care. Um, so we're betting heavily on uh, virtual first care. We have several uh, programs from uh, virtual first primary care, but also um, after hospital um, discharges, which we're delivering via telehealth, um, as well as remote uh, patient monitoring and hospital um, home programs that leverage uh, not just technology, but also uh, telehealth to deliver uh, some of the care outside the traditional um, healthcare spaces. Um, so I think uh, that those opportunities will continue to grow um, and be leveraged as we, um, as more and more care is delivered outside the hospital four walls. Um, and on to layer on top of that, there's this huge opportunity uh, of AI to um, help with some of these tasks as more and more um, more of these um, ways of uh, care that is being delivered is using um, technology, right? Whether it's on a portal or it's on, um, uh, on a portal uh, messaging app or our other remote monitoring apps. So how, how can we use sort of AI, uh, generative AI type technologies to streamline some of that, uh, some of that work? Um, so I think um, a, a lot of uh, value shift is is going to happen, uh, right? And and one of the one of the reasons, right, as as care is moving away from uh, from hospitals, is also to uh, reduce costs uh, and improve value um, um, to what we deliver to our patients. Absolutely, got it. I think that makes a lot of sense, you know, and is really a great place to focus um, as we're trying to inject more value into the health system, as you said, um, you know, the outpatient setting, the virtual care and whatever you can do to, to really give people access at an earlier stage and, and so they're able to manage their health a lot better and um, I just really appreciate you taking the time with me today, Dr. Syed, and this has been such a fun conversation. I'm looking forward to continuing it in October when you are at our Health IT Digital Health and Revenue Cycle event. Um, it should be a really fun one, and I'm looking forward to meeting you there in person. Yeah, really looking forward to uh, be a speaker at the October uh, conference and uh, meeting uh, other uh, esteemed speakers and colleagues there, as well as uh, Becker's uh, staff there. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.